0: Blob Talk Radio
1: oh, welcome. We've been waiting for you We've prepared a table for Word Alive, here on blogtalkradio.com. Word Alive is based on John 10.10 where Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetter coming to you from Gladwin and my co-host Ella is here coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests or questions to Word Alive 612 at gmail dot com, and that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us twenty four seven here at blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand, or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at our uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646-378-0538. And if you are online listening, uh scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. Today is October the 10th, 2015. Yep, we're in wow. October almost almost halfway through October or October already. Well, my name is Renetta, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and I'm joined by our other co-host, Ella. How are you, Ella? Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, it's good to be here with you again uh, to see uh, what's going to come spewing out tonight. We pray that the broadcast is going to be a blessing to all those who listen and hear. Well, just to kind of update you We've been talking about progressing in God by loving God. And tonight we're going to just, you know, kind of do a little conversation about it a little bit further. Uh, Ella has been leading uh, this teaching, and it's been a really excellent teaching. Uh, Oh, I just lost my document. Let's see if I can figure out how to get back to it. Oh, there it is. And uh, talking about loving God. And she's been talking about how first God loves us, and then we love God, and then we love one another, and then we get to the place where we want to, where we begin to do service for the Lord or for the kingdom or for one another. And it's all part of loving God. And last week she went through uh, the steps. Of consecration What does consecration mean? What does consecration mean, Ella?
0: Hmm
1: Wow Well Last we set you set up a, a good foundation of It's like she led us down the path of consecration What does consecration mean?
0: It is the Ultimate And Uh It's like a husband and wife make a vow a at the altar, but then as they walk down through life every day, all the challenges, all the ups and all the downs, that vow that has been made is so rich and it is so intimate that our behaviors manifest when uh, we don't understand That vow manifests that love that we first, when I first met him, there is such a love for God. And we always go back to that love. That's our plumb line. He loves us and we love him. A marriage Mm -hmm. is that people have committed themselves to each other. And uh, consecration is a demonstration that we learn to practice and until it just becomes matter-of-fact. That's the basic uh, explanation I can can see at this point.
1: So you said consecration is a demonstration that we learn to practice. So what does it demonstrate?
0: A, A commitment to... Whatever he wants and yeah. we
1: want what he wants. Because we Earth. what's the plum line. Love Go back me. to the plum line. That's it. And that's you know, that's that's basically that's why we become consecrated to God. It's because yeah. of the love. And you know there's a scripture that says the the Prophets and the law hangeth on love, or something to that effect. I might not be wording it exactly right. The prophets and the law hangeth on love. And our relationships okay, if I when I'm married to somebody, my relationship with that person hangs on love. So as long as there is really love there, for real love, I can keep that relationship going because the foundation of our relationship is love. And so I become committed to that person. I become devoted to that relationship because I love that person. And it started with love, and it it intertwines. Love weaves in and out everything we do, every function that we have. In some way, somehow, it still goes back to love. And so in our walk with God and our relationship with God, is kind of the same thing. What drew me to God in the first place? The scripture says, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. I believe there was a scripture where God was speaking to, I believe it was Jeremiah.
0: Jeremiah. Yeah, he
1: was yeah. Yep. He says, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. And with love and kindness, God have drawn each and every one of us. Because except it be for love, we would have never found God. We would have never found our way to him. It's only because he loved us that there's even a path to God. (laughs) (laughs) Because when Adam and Eve sinned, when you go back to Genesis, and Adam and Eve sinned, if there had never been a connection between God and, and Adam, he would have never had a reason to come and look for Adam when he sinned. He came and looked for Adam because something had happened in the relationship. Something had changed, and he sensed it right away. There's something different. That's why yeah. when he came looking, he said, "Adam, where are thou?" And then when Adam made his confession, he was like, "You you hiding because you're naked? Well, who told you you was naked?" He was asking him so Adam could come, so that Adam could come to the realization: you have changed our relationship. Yeah. Your actions you know, you know. Go, go ahead. Have caused a shift in our relationship And you already know it And that's really why you're hiding Because you sense it too You know all of a sudden something is different You no longer feel connected to me Now you are afraid of me Not yeah. referencing me But afraid of me, you're walking in fear, not in love anymore. Oh, my God, it's powerful. I just got that. (laughs) That's what happened to Adam. Right. That That love connection had been broken. Instead of him feeling the love, he was feeling fear, and fear wasn't coming from God. It had a different source. And all of a sudden, he was starting to sense that he was under a different source. He was under a different influence. He was no longer being influenced by God. And when he heard the the, the person that he had had that intimate relationship moving toward him, he didn't know what to do about it because he didn't know what God was going to do about it because Adam was in a place he had never been before. He was in a new place. Number one, I don't know what this influence is that I'm sensing. I don't understand what it is, where it's coming from. All I did was eat a piece of fruit. I eat fruit every day. Why is it so different today? (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah, oh that, <laughs> that binding tide of love is so powerful, and it is it, it with our hearts and our mind and our spirit, man. Our spirit, man. It's like when I looked across the room and, and I saw this, this this handsome young man. And my heart did a flip. My spirit (laughs) man. Yeah. And I said, Wow. And there was it was the birthing of love that drew my attention to him. He wasn't even looking at me. Right. And that's what God did to us. We weren't looking at God. He was and he got our attention.
1: Oh, the, he got our attention. His love got our attention, caused us to look toward him. When someone first unfolded that story about the love of God to us, when someone unfolded the gospel of Jesus to us, when someone began to explain what it was, do you know? That there is somebody who loves you more than you can ever imagine. Let me tell you how much he loves you. Even though you could care less if he exists or not, he sent his love to you. He sent his only begotten son to take your place and pay the price of the penalty of sin, death, in your place so you wouldn't have to. And how it shook our very foundation when it was revealed to us. He loves me, but I haven't done anything for him. But I don't even know him. I didn't even know he knew I existed. You mean God, the God that created the heaven and the earth, loves me? And you think about you in the midst of this world with all of these millions and millions of people. He loves me. He looked upon me. He considers me. My God And then if you believe You take a step of faith And you say Well you know what I believe you And I'm going to receive this love I'm going to receive What he's done for me I believe that Jesus Is the son of God I believe he gave Jesus for me And then all of a sudden We don't realize it But we take a step Into a path A journey of finding out who this great love of our life is.
0: Hallelujah.
1: And how That's much it. He really loves us and what it really means and how much He gave because He loves us. And
0: it is such a level that is so beyond human capacity to love that. When that love of God arrested our heart, Mm -hmm. it's just so profound. Because I can remember walking the streets and we didn't even have street lights at that time. And I'm walking the street just crying. I have no idea why I'm crying. I'm just crying. My heart is, he's breaking my heart. He's making my heart pliable to him. He's like massaging uh-huh. my heart and making it become oh, useful, buddy, and making it become active you. and intimate with him. That that when he speaks, I will hear him. He he oh, us and he makes us and he causes us to to really experience the presence, his, his persona. My God, it's like I remember when the first time I reached, I reached over. And he was my boyfriend there, and he grabbed my hand. It was like electricity went through me. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That's what God does for us. Oh, my. I look forward to that time when we go to prayer. or, Or he just nudges me. And it makes me know, it's time for me to come away and be intimate with him. It's time for me to to pray. And I want to see what he's got inside of me that he wants me to give up to him. Offer these petitions up to him. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, Oh, we love him, we love him, we love him. He loves us so much. And this, this whole process of getting to consecration. It starts off with these these little awarenesses of who he is. This is somebody different. This is not the norm that I know. I know my mom and dad and then you know they love me, but this is so different,
1: so different
0: and that yeah and it it makes me want to know more about it and that
1: Absolutely. once
0: we once we accept him in that vein. We, we we look at it differently. We look at it as, oh my God, I don't understand this, so I can't tell nobody. But uh, <laughs> all I can do is <laughs> I can express it when I get to church. I can I can sing about it. I can I can dance before the Lord. I can just when the word speaks to my heart and it and it causes me to be a little more enlightened about how powerful this is, how he really is so in control of everything that I begin, my mind begin to think about the things that I feel lacking. And so I begin to, okay, let me kind of massage my heart there and let that soak in because my mind got it this way and and the way my heart is feeling, oh, that ain't gonna no work. We learn to
1: yield to him. That's yes, I am ah, oh, hey, awesome. both Sunday hallelujah. Thank yes. you, Lord, thank you. He,
0: mm-hmm. he anoints our awareness, he heightens our enlightenment, he hards our process to be able to to just ah. Oh, just lay back in his arms and just yeah. love him. Let the love flow. Mm-hmm. Amen. Sister. Hallelujah. <laughs> it, it it isn't something you take a pill and you can come concentrate. No, you have them long talks, like when my husband and I were were, were planning, we'd have challenges before. So we would be led in the business, we'd be yes. brainstorming. And uh, yes. talking about things and becoming more enlightened about things from his perspective. Because I was looking only for mine. Yes. And that 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 flow back and forth. That that is what brought us closer to be able to handle the challenges. it's just just here in the heart of God. Sometimes it just freaks me. I mean, it's is, it is so awesome. <laughs> just hearing in his heart. I see people walking down the street and they look so alone and without him. And my heart just, it's just, I, I know what God feels for that person. And i kind got to do something. And I just say, thank you for that. Good to see you. God well, bless you. Something has to, I have to respond to this electricity that is flowing here, the life of God that is there, that's in us, and that concentration where we know we belong to him no matter what. And it don't mean that we're perfect. Amen. <laughs> it does that I mean that. But the love is pure. It's unadulterated. Amen. Then we shall
1: know if we follow on to know the Lord If we follow on to know him And that love compels us to follow on to know him It compels us to want to follow on to know him It, 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 It opens us up to understand and realize that I have tasted something that I don't know anything about But I've tasted enough and it's good enough that I want more I want to know him more. I want to understand him more. I want to, you know, be more. I want this experience. I want more of this experience that I'm having with him. You know, when we first really have an intimate encounter with God, you know, it can have many effects on us at the same time because it's new. It's it's, it's a place we've never been before, you know, and so it's 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 exciting. It's thrilling. It's unknown. It's intriguing. And we wonder, well, what is this really, what is this, what is God? He's somebody that I can experience him, even though I can't reach out and pick him up like I can reach out and pick up a cup of coffee. You know, I can't sit and look at his face like I can sit and look in Ella's face, but I can sit and look at him and talk to him, have a conversation with him, look toward him, look unto him, look into his heart, you know. You know, I can look into his word, and I can look in and get wisdom. I can get knowledge. I can get understanding. And and a, a place where I was once dark, all of a sudden it's enlightened now. And I'm not in that darkness that I was in that, concerning that situation. All of a sudden I get up and I walk away from my time of devotion to him, my time of prayer with him, and all of a sudden I know what to do. It's just there. And 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 and, and it's, it's it's a journey of coming to know the God who have already rescued us, who have already saved us, who has already healed us, who has already blessed us, and who has already made provision for us. And now we're on a path of finding that out. It's like we're on the path of unwrapping the story of our redemption. And we have no idea what lies inside that story until we begin mm-hmm. that journey. With, and the only way we can get it is we have to be- begin the journey with Him. We begin yeah. to walk with Him and talk with Him and, you know, get unctions from Him, you know. He He mm-hmm. makes His heart known to us. He makes the mysteries Of the gospel known to us, why? Because we choose to spend that time with Him. We choose to give that focus and that attention to Him, that and it allows Him to pour into us and impart into us. And it takes time. It takes development. It doesn't come overnight. And if we refuse to give that time to Him, and if we refuse to spend time in His Word, we we jilt ourselves. Out of a more in-depth relationship with Him, that has so many rewards in it for us,
0: and since that is
1: a journey, a journey,
0: we we follow on to know the Lord. We get to know His. You know, it's like I used to. uh, my husband was a cook, and he'd get in that kitchen, and he could make some. I mean, he could, he could put it up, put it on, and I used to kind of stand back and watch, and oh. kind of, just kind of leaked, because he was very proud of what he do. you know. Mm-hmm. He, what he did, he did it with excellence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and we began to watch the hand of God, would be attentive to his voice and his emotions that quicken us and make us think about things that we don't know where in the world did this thought come from. Mm -hmm. And we follow those little little signals that he gives us. And so I learned how to fix the meal for him that he would be fixing for the family. And he would be so impressed that I remembered how to do it. But mm-hmm. that's what God does with us. Oh,
1: how as,
0: as we feel and experience him and, and his love for us, and we pour it out to others, it makes his heart so delighted. You're doing it. You're expressing me. You're really doing it. Is that the that our heart yearns for when we fall madly, selflessly in love with God. And then he blows Hallelujah. our mind. He absolutely blows our mind.
1: Yes, that's it. He absolutely blows our natural mind. He really, really does, and he takes us Outside of the limits that we have set for ourselves. There's a song that says, uh, oh, what's the song? Uh, mm, it's called Oceans. Uh, he takes me where my feet would
0: never
1: wander. <laughs> no, it says, lead me where my feet would would never wander or something to that effect, because we have our limitations of how far we'll go in life. And we, for some reason, we we never dreamed that we can go as far as we can actually go or endure as much as we can actually endure. But he knows us. He made us. He created us. And he knows that we can go further. He knows that we can go deeper. He knows that we can sustain more. And if we're just willing to trust him, If we're just willing to put our hand in his hand
0: and let
1: God be God. Let God be our God. And if we could choose to be his people, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
0: He's Each little intimate action and reaction,
1: and then it becomes interaction.
0: Mm-hmm. Those interactions causes us to know he he causes us to see with our own concept that it is him that worketh in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I can Absolute. see that now. It ain't me; it's him that's causing me to do this.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: He can. Pick me up and just rock me in his heart until I melt in his blood. Oh, love. You. Lord, what is it you want me to do? If, if you yeah. can't that passion in my heart, Lord, I know now that you are going to provide every way. You're going to prepare Amen. me. You're going to prepare all the circumstances. You're mm-hmm. just going to do what you do because it is God that worketh in me both
1: the want to and then the ability to just trust. Just lay back in his arms and trust.
0: Amen. It's all going to come.
1: It reminds me of a song called Oceans. I'm going to read the words and we're going to wrap it up. And we're going to just pick up where we're leaving off tonight. We'll pick up next week. It's, uh, It's called Oceans by Hillsong. It says, You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery. In oceans deep, my faith will stand. I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I am yours and you are mine. And uh, the bridge is, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters, wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger. In the presence of my Savior, for grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide, where feet may fail and fear surrounds me. You never fail, and you won't start now. And then I have another song I'm, I want to read, the because these songs are so connected to what we've been talking about tonight. And um, this song, uh, the name of it is um, To Worship You, I Live. And in the middle of the song, they sing Israel Holton's To Worship You, I Live. I'm just going to read a couple of uh Verses and the chorus to this song that's wrapped around that song. I just want to bless your name. I just want to make you glad. I just want to move your heart, God, to give you all I have. It's by your will and for your pleasure I exist. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. And that's written by Matt Gilman. I know he uh, does some uh, other worship music at, at IHOP, and he also ministers at another ministry. I just stumbled upon this on the Internet, and the song blessed me so much. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like God's heart toward us is being poured out, and it's being revealed to us, people of God. Oh, Zion, awake. Hear, listen to the voice that's calling you. To the love that's wooing you to himself. Follow that leading and follow that guiding. He's going to take you to places you never dreamed. You're going to experience experiences with God. that, yes. In our own minute mindset, we can never imagine exist, But they do. It's beyond this world. It's beyond our natural ability to comprehend. But as you intertwine with him, as you fall in love with him, as you receive his love more and more, he enables and equips you to see more of him, to realize more of him, to accept and to receive more of him, and to experience more of him. And you love him so much, and you're so compelled by that love, you want to pull everybody you can into it with you. (laughs) So be blessed. Have a God night. And pull somebody else into the love of God this week. God bless you all. Amen. in His presence, soak him up. Amen. We we will see you next Saturday at eleven p.m.
0: God night. God night.